We take you to California wine country, but it's not Napa nor Sonoma. And we find a great place to relax if you get delayed at the airport in Cleveland. And not too far south, we take you to the Football Hall of Fame. In Philly, we found the best wine bar in the city. And then we hit the links in Ohio at a place created by Jack. Cheers. Hi, everybody. Hey, we are still in Temecula, California. Uh, we already did one show on this vineyard here, the Leoness Cellars Vineyard. And you can see the, uh, the winery or the vineyards behind us. And uh, if you get a chance, take a look at that. But we just want to talk about Temecula. Uh, in its entirety here because we've actually been able to spend some time here doing some work and uh, this is a great place to come visit. Oh my god it's so fabulous. It really is off the beaten path and I know a lot of people in Southern California already know about it and come here but you can fly in from a lot of airports, you can drive here and the terroir is really very similar to the Rhone Valley as we mentioned in our other video. So they're growing grapes here like Sanso, Grenache, Rosan, Marsan, things that you get in the Rhone Valley that really the other producers in California don't grow. And what we're drinking here is I have a Viognier and you've got and a Syrah. I have Syrah. a Syrah. It's beautiful. It's peppery. It's bacony. It's a full mouthful with a really nice peppery finish. Oh, it's so delicious. And if people know me, I, I'm really a Chardonnay drinker. And for me to drink a Viognier and to really like it, it says this is really good and this is this is a great great wine we oh, actually had some absolutely we went had great, great with food with yeah we really did and we're here at the leoness winery as we mentioned and so the wines here really blew us away and so we tried out their restaurant and one of the things that we're saying is that there's great wineries there's great restaurants attached to those wineries so we went to the restaurant here amazing the chef here is chef amanda she does a brilliant job of really blowing you away with flavors that you would not expect which i think is the true true culinary value of a chef yeah it always surprises you yeah. uh the first thing we had was the beef carpaccio uh, probably the biggest beef carpaccio you're going to see as far as a plate goes no absolutely um, and it was uh, it was full of minced shallots, capers, olive oil, and a citrus aioli, and then it had a shaved grana pradana on the top. Oh my god, it was so delicious, we couldn't stop eating it. And it came as huge as you see it here. And it goes into our all-gone category, because it was all gone. All gone. <laughs> yeah, the next thing was, the, uh, was a curry soup, but it was a zucchini curry soup. Mm -hmm. And this was, this was exactly what you said before, it kind of gave you all three or four different tastes that you were kind of like, kind of looked at each other and go, okay, that we've never tasted before. Yeah, absolutely. This soup was so beautifully blended, an amalgamation of like herbs and fresh flavors, the curry, the vegetables, the zucchini, everything in one, it made you cry. I mean, it really was so good. It really brought you to tears. It was so good. And, and here's how our waitress Nicole. So our soup is a curried zucchini soup. It's a puree, very well balanced, uh, light on the curry, and it's finished off with a coconut creme fraiche. The great thing about that, about that curry soup was a lot of people don't like curry because they think it's too hot. It wasn't really hot. It was actually, it was a perfect blend. because you, you get a little bit of a kick, but you just had all these other spices in there. Yeah, no, absolutely. It was, it was plentiful. It was beautiful. It was blended perfectly, as you said. And that was the key to the whole dish. It was so gorgeous and amazing. I would come here just for that soup and eat it all day long. And then we had, uh, as, as the main entree, we had uh, something just for the halibut. 
<laughs> it was actually a great Alaskan halibut. And the way it was prepared, really, I, I've never had it prepared like this before. And if you had told me ahead of time what it was, I would have said, I, I don't know if I'd go for that. Yeah. No, but we, we tried it, and it was something truly amazing. And again, we're going to have our waitress, Nicole. She was amazing. All the staff here is, is pretty amazing on the service level. They really care about all of the people that are here. Whether you're a member or not, they love you, and they really treat you with love and kindness. And so she describes this beautiful dish. It is a, a pan-seared. It's served on a bed of truffle risotto. It's got a mushroom ragu topping with a port sherry butter reduction sauce. We had it, and we were blown away with it. In fact, we had it two times. We were so blown away yeah. with it. I mean, it's something that you wouldn't expect. And again, that's where we're going back to, that's the key of a culinary brilliant chef. I mean, they create things that you would never expect to have created. And mixing this sherry port wine reduction with a halibut, you would go, no, not gonna work. Oh, it's like the best thing you've ever had in your life. Yeah, and, and I'm, I'm really partial to the, to the fruity, to the cherry, to the berry type thing. And this just, this, this just really, really hit me in a, in a, in a great way. I, I could have had two or three of this. Uh, we also had the port that it came from afterwards. Mm -hmm. And this port is delicious. It's an amazing port. And if you're a port fan, a true, true port fan, you will love this. It goes great with truffles that are not very sweet chocolate very very delicious it's a rich deep dark port and i think that's where it makes a great great sauce for the halibut but honestly as a port i i'm a i'm kind of picky about my ports i'm not even a big tawny port fan as i was mentioning to john mm -hmm. and i love this port it's very it really hits the notes on every level of a deep dark port so get it just not for the halibut though sorry um we've been to some other wineries too around here too now, we, we, the leoness to, to us was was really the creme de la creme there are other ones that they should go to we were at wilson creek and we really enjoyed it great grounds um great place to visit a really good restaurant their wines were really different we liked their wines but um one of the interesting things you and i found was that their wines especially their whites were really sweet yeah exactly all of their grapes seem to be much more on the sweeter level and i think because they they mentioned to us that they harvest them later wilson creek had an amazing amazing venue i'm it's beautiful there you can go and have a glass of wine a picnic bring your kids there's a playground area a beautiful creek that runs through the whole thing there's there's different areas where you can sit and have a glass of wine they had an amazing restaurant too that we really loved the food at we had great food and we'll show you a shot actually here from the restaurant looking out over the vineyards. That was beautiful. Yeah, And I would say that uh, we, we enjoyed their wines and I would tell you to go and visit there. Um, I think we like the Leoness wines a little bit better. In our, in our other story when we were talking about Leoness, we think they're great blenders. They do a great job. That yes. is an incredibly blended wine, uh, mm -hmm. the different wines that they have. Their reds are, are really, really good. Well, this is a Syrah, but it's a blend of four different wines to make the Syrah, but it's predominantly Syrah, so that's why we call it Syrah. But they did an amazing job blending it. Wilson Creek had some beautiful, beautiful um, sparkling, sparkling wines. wines that were absolutely delicious. We, they have the almond one, and they also have the rosé, which is really phenomenal with seafood. And really what put Wilson Creek on the map was their sparkling wines when they started out was about 20, 25 years ago. 
Yeah, absolutely. So they won a lot of awards and they deserve them because their wines are delicious. They're almond wine. You can drink that with food or on its own. Uh, you could just drink that all day long. It's very good. Their, their, uh, their almond sparkling wine, uh, and I can't remember the exact name of it, but I, I called it biscotti, liquid biscotti. And that's the perfect description of it. Yeah, it was really, really good. Um, also in Temecula, there's this great old town area with amazing restaurants, yeah. a lot of them gastropubs and very modern trendy things. They're really up on food here. Yeah, and at the same time too, they, they make it interesting for tourists so that you do kind of walk through an old town. It has kind of a feel maybe of the 30s and 40s, maybe a little bit of the 19th century, kind of a lot of California towns kind of give you that, um, that nostalgic feel. Uh, but what they've done here is a great job of creating really good restaurants. Um, and if, if you think it's all just steak and potatoes, it's not because we went to a great sushi restaurant. Oh, yeah. We had the amazing sushi at this one place and they do these oyster shooters. They're amazing. You've got to try one if you go there. Uh, no matter what you think you like or know about shooters, this is something amazing. The way they blend it. Well, you'll see in this shot, it's it's pretty cool. Yeah, those were great. And and then on top of it, the sushi, you're not even aside from the oysters, was sushi very, very was good amazing. too. It was very creative. Yeah. Oh, the sushi was amazing. They do a great job keeping the integrity of the sushi. The fish was fresh. The rice was perfect sushi rice. And uh, as we've learned before, sushi is not necessarily about the fish. It's all about the rice. And it was amazing. Yeah. The blend that they did with the sushi and the rice and their mixtures of different sauces to go on those things were brilliant. Yeah, Truly you, brilliant. You wouldn't hurt yourself going on a two or three day culinary tour of Temecula, hitting the different wines, the, the vineyards and the different wineries, and then hitting the restaurants down in Old Town. Um, and Tabu was the name of the sushi place, by the way, in case yeah. uh, in case you want to go visit it. So I agree, and I think you, you need somebody to drive you around when you go do that, because you don't want to drink and drive, and you want to eat a lot of food and have a lot of wine. Yeah, and so the Uber is available here. Uh, we actually also found a taxi cab company. We actually used both um, the taxi cab company, and I'm drawing a blank, is it Black Taxi, is that what it was called? I think so, yeah, Black yeah, Taxi. And right. so we found a, a taxi cab driver, his name is Wayne. We kept calling him Wayne's World. So he kept saying, ride on Garth and also party, party on, on Garth and Excellent. all that. Excellent. So, yeah. so um, and he was very knowledgeable. Uh, the Uber guys were very, very knowledgeable too. There's obviously a little bit of a battle here between the taxi cab company and Uber. As um, usual. So, you know, it's, it's what usual. But at the same time too, you do have the ability to not have to drive. You know, for instance, if you're in any wine town, like when we're in Napa, try to find somebody to, to drive you around. I mean, you just don't want to. I mean, you're going to be enjoying the wines. You just never know. You don't want to get into the car. Um, great place to, to visit. You said this at the top. Um, you can fly into L.A., you can fly into John Wayne Airport in Orange County, you can fly into San Diego, you could probably even fly into Ontario. Oh, absolutely, um, yeah. And, and drive here. It would probably only be about an hour, at the most an hour and a half drive. Of course, you're coming in from L.A. You know, wow, that food and wine in Temecula. What a surprise. Blown away by how good it all was. Yeah, great stuff. And when we come back, we're going to tackle a shrine and play some golf. What's interesting, what we've noticed around the world, airports are actually 
making things easier for people and allowing them if they have to have long waits. Yeah, no, it's very true. And out of all the lounges we've been in and all the airports, and we've been in a lot, we actually got snowed in in Cleveland, found one there where we could really relax and unwind. When we jet set into Cleveland, we enjoy the Airspace Lounge, a great place to work, nice wines and delectable foods, all part of the itinerary, as General Manager Chris Poltrone told me. People love our um, higher-end offerings. Now, when you come to an airport, a lot of times people really are expecting pizza or burgers. A lot of places don't really have a high-end offering. What we have here um, is a meat platter. We have a cheese board. Uh, we have a selection of marinated vegetables. Those are some kind of things that are, that are light, but they're also very tasty, um, and people really appreciate having that, that level of food available at an airport. And you got a very wine selection too. Yes, yes, we have um, house wines, we have two whites and two reds, but we also have uh, our premiums. We have two Sauvignon Blancs, um, a Malbec blend, a um, Chardonnay, uh, all our premiums. So people can mix and match and choose kind of what they want to use their, their credit on here and then they can get a high-end drink or they can get uh, you know something a little, maybe be able to afford a little more by getting a, a house wine. But they have full choice, which and, is nice. And here in Cleveland, especially during the winter, you're going to have people who are going to stay here for a long time because you might get the, the snow delays, like somebody we know who actually left his hard drives here. And no names. Much of no names. You were kind enough to retrieve that and get yes. them to me, which yes. I was very, very appreciative of. But that's the kind of service that you want to give here. Absolutely, yeah. You know, the customers are are, are bread and butter, like any place. And we feel like if you, if you treat them the way they an extra special way that they'll come back and they'll remember that and there's a lot of loyalty that can be um, that can be created out of that uh, that that level of customer service I try to make sure that everybody's treated the same way and, and the way I would want to be treated uh, if I was in a similar situation well much appreciated because every time we come to Cleveland I always stop by here and see you um, do you have to be an American Express card member to be in here absolutely not um, we do um, free access for American Express Platinum and uh, Centurion card members. Um, but we also have a, a pay um, as you go kind of plan. Um, mm -hmm. It's $20 per person per day. And that includes all the same benefits that anyone having the American Express card would get complimentary uh, in entry, which includes a $7 credit towards any of our food or drinks, um, unlimited coffee, soft drinks, um, caps, uh, cappuccino, espresso, uh, juices, all that's included. We have Wi-Fi, we have uh, newspapers, uh, wireless printing, everything that a business traveler would need, um, but also anything that a family would need. So we try to be really versatile in that way. Okay, so if someone's looking you up online, where do they go? Uh, www.airspacelounge.com. Um, we have a Facebook page, we have an Instagram account, we have a Twitter account. So those are all good ways to uh, keep up to date. Um, we also have lounges at uh, JFK in New York, um, Baltimore, uh, BWI, and San Diego, which is our newest lounge, which is co-branded with uh, American Airlines um, Admirals Club, so all American Admirals, American Airlines Admirals Club members plus our traditional routes of entry are accepted at San Diego. Okay. That's our newest lounge. So, got to fly Cleveland to San Diego. Then. That's the one. Yep, okay. great right. trip. Chris, thank you so much. You're very well. Appreciate thank you, John. It. Appreciate yeah. it. So, if you're traveling through Cleveland, go see Chris. He'll take great care of you. Yeah, he's a great guy. We had a good time there. Um, also, not too far away is the Football Hall of Fame, and we are going to take you there next. Well, when you think of Canton, you might think of Hong Kong or China, like I do, if you don't live in the U.S. 
But if you are in the U.S., you say Canton, you don't say Canton, and that means you're a football fan and you want to go to the Football Hall of Fame. If you have any love or memories of football, you need to visit the Pro Football Hall of Fame in Canton, Ohio. You get the full history of the game from the early era until today. The legendary Jim Thorpe, all the way to the teams that compete for the Super Bowl today. This is also a museum of incredible photography. You will also see lots of American history as well. Now for me, it was cool to see the shrines of some guys I've had a chance to meet, like the late Johnny Unitas or Chuck Bednarik. I actually played golf with Packer great Jim Taylor and Cowboys quarterback Roger Staubach. I actually ate at Ditka's place in Chicago and had some drinks with the stork Ted Hendricks. I also emceed Eric Dickerson's celebrity golf event. Just saw him and he's still going strong, as is my favorite giant, Lawrence Taylor. Thurman Thomas, he's a great guy. Former Bill. Cowboy Emmett Smith, the Giants Harry Carson and Joe Montana. I remember meeting the late Otto Graham, a real gentleman, and getting an autograph from the still going strong Terry Bradshaw. So, if you can, grab some of your football memories. And it was kind of cool being there for Super Bowl weekend, but I shouldn't say cool, it was cold. Even for a New England boy, it was cold. I know you were cold. It was downright cold. <laughs> it, freezing would be the better word, but yeah, very cold, <laughs> but cool for the Super Bowl. Um, so next, we're heading to Philly, and we found there actually probably the city's greatest wine bar. Next mission, Vintage Wine Bar in Philly. Heard about strange experiments. Could change the way you eat. Our informant, Corey, Italian-Irish kid from Beantown, knows his stuff, revealed this odd alchemy pate. So what's so different about this one? Well, and here at Vintage, we make ours in-house. What you have tonight is a variation. We have it, it's a ground, ground pork with duck liver, also dried prunes and a hazelnut liqueur. I see you, sir. I'll be with you in one second. While Corey gotcha. chased away the infiltrator, we delved into the pate. Pig and geese together. The only thing to improve on it? This old favorite. We figured the Sangiovese was only a cover. It could allow this operation to keep the name vintage. Don't be fooled. This place should be called progressive. And we had only begun to reveal some shockers. We thought our Sangiovese was laced with culinary LSD when we saw this. Purple salmon. We checked our sports app. Had the Vikings ursated to Fairbanks? No, Corey explains. What we have here in front of you is one of our uh, entrees for Vintage Wine Bar and Bistro. It's the uh, beet cured salmon. It's salmon's going to be cured 60 hours in salt, pepper, and beets. Sliced thin, accompanied by a uh, dill caper creme fraiche with some uh, mixed if you will, spring greens and a lemon dill. The deception fruit. continued. This white Vivanco is really from a Spanish red grape, but there was more, a new Manhattan project. We replaced the vermouth with uh, ruby port and orange bitters and orange slice for the end result, which is a nice, easy drinking cocktail. Ingenious, replacing vermouth with port, not your daddy's cocktail. Vintage Wine Bar in Philly on 13th at Samson. We stayed at the Bertram Inn at the Glenmore Country Club in Canton, Ohio quite a bit. Yeah, and it's a great spot. Now, it's a private country club, so 
you can only get on if you happen to know somebody that is a member. And I do. We roll into Canton, Ohio at the Glenmore Country Club, the former seminary, not far from the Pro Football Hall of Fame, is home to this great Jack Nicholas layout. Now, one of the members, Dale Bellis, is a friend and a client. He is the executive director of Liberty HealthShare, a medical cost-sharing company. In addition to bringing to the nation an alternative to health insurance, Dale wants to conquer the par 3 7th at Glenmore. His big problem is a wet tee shot, but not today, despite the rain. Well, is it still your nemesis hole? It's, well, at least I'm not in the water. <laughs> not in the water. <laughs> now, why is this your nemesis hole? Well, because this water just just uh, intimidates me to death. <laughs> Don't you hate it? The most beautiful hole on the course? And yeah, that's right. It's got you. And it's got you. It's all in my head. So Dale gladly took his bogey there. Then he moved to the short but tricky par 4 8th hole, only 300 yards but narrow and plenty of water. Dale hit a 200-yard tee shot, leaving him safely short of the water. And then, ignoring the pond and the rain, he dropped a soft wedge to about 12 feet. You're on the pin. Right there. There. Way to boom. go, Dale Bellis. Yay, boom, boom. Nice. <laughs> Before he just missed his birdie putt, but he was happy with a par. I'll take a par. Another ho-hum par. Ho-hum par. <laughs> Glenmore is a typical Nicholas design. Greens with small subtleties that seem like double breaks on each putt and hole setups forcing you to hit different shots to precise spots. Now, you don't need to be a member to play here. If you're staying here at the Bertram Inn, you can play. I did it using Jet Setter Travel Deals with our travel club. And you can rent clubs, too. Oh, and by the way, I crushed that drive. Here's the website for our travel club. Catch you next time, folks. Keep swinging easy. Uh, it was a great round of golf. Now, golf weather in Ohio can be tricky because we've actually seen snow in April here, and I've actually played golf in Ohio in December when it was close to 70 degrees. So check it out before you head out. Yeah, go figure. Anyway, great seeing you. Can't wait to see you next time on Undercover Jet Setter. Cheers. Cheers. Got a drink. <laughs>